It is 24 minutes past the hour. It's 424. 92.7 FM, 820 AM. It's the drive home with Murphy and we appreciate, oh, Murphy and the guys, sorry. And we appreciate you joining us. I, of course, am Bill Murphy and you're not. There you go. We're, uh, we've got about five minutes left before we have to return to the news because, you know, we periodically interrupt news and commercials with these pesky talk shows. Uh, I guess that means we're making money. We have all this stuff to play now. Wasn't like that when I first got here. I'm not going to toot my own horn because, hell, since I turned 40, I can barely reach it. I mean, you know, it makes it difficult. <laughs> Joining us on the line, uh, thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Tip the veal and try the waitress. There you go. <laughs> Joining us on the line is uh, someone who I consider a buddy of mine. He is a member of the hosting staff, and I do mean hosting staff, of uh, Free Talk Live, which airs seven nights a week right here on 92.7 FM and 8.20 AM. They are a fairly new addition to our lineup, and so far, so good. We've got a good reaction from them, and uh, gosh, I even listen to them. So uh, that's saying something. You know, I'm I'm a talk show snob. I'm careful what I listen to. You can hear them seven nights a week right here at midnight. Saturdays live from 7 to 10 p.m. And starting tomorrow night, live weeknights at 8 p.m. There you go. Ian Freeman is joining us. Are you there, Ian? I'm excited to be uh, live on your station. Thank you for that. Fantastic. No, thank you for being a live program because when when, uh, George and I looked at each other and said, uh, who's live in the evenings, the first person we thought of was Ian Freeman. There you go. Hey, Ian, in the uh, three minutes before the news break, uh, did you recently get arrested again? No, not yet. When do you plan on getting arrested? I am hoping not to, um, but there's a chance it could happen tomorrow. We are going to have a uh, what I would call a freedom to assemble event uh, at the uh, the New Hampshire State House, which is where we're located here, and uh, we're in Keene, which is the southwest corner of New Hampshire. So we're yep. going to go to Concord. Uh, me and a few folks, and who knows how many people are going to show up. It's sort of an open invitation. Uh, to people to uh, ideas to disobey the whole stay at home order thing. I uh, wish I could be there. I miss New Hampshire, as you know. I used to live there, and while you're at the State House, uh, almost exactly across the street, you will find the Barley House if they're still open. Make sure you stop in there. I believe they are still open. Fantastic yeah. restaurant. They have a pumpkin bisque that is to die for. I but don't anyway. think they're going to be open now, but uh, you know. <laughs> no, no, but. <laughs> In theory, they could still be open when all this is over if they're one of the restaurants that survives this economic devastation. I don't think many are going to, Ian. I've owned restaurants. Uh, I've I've owned uh, nine restaurants in my life, and I can't imagine the government coming by and telling me, you know, you have to close, and we're not real sure when we're going to allow you to open again. Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, I I work with some of the restaurants in in this area as uh, I, I like to you know introduce folks to cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, and so we've got a few different places that take uh, take Bitcoin and other cryptos here. And so I you know I kind of am in touch with these guys, and man, it's it's really rough. I mean, even though they can do takeout, the orders are down. Obviously, people well, yeah. are you know people are are conserving. They you know they're not working for the most part, so yeah. they're not going to go out to eat. And and on top of that, you're telling people you can still stop by to get uh, takeout, but it is our official government opinion that you're going to die if you do. Uh, so, I mean, you know, you're, you're terrifying people and then telling them it's okay to go do this. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, Governor uh, Ralph Mammy Northam, uh, we like to call him Mammy, Ralph Mammy Northam here in Virginia um, <clears throat> closed everything down officially yesterday. Uh, 
Uh, we we everything. Can, uh, well, we can't leave the house now unless we have a darn good reason. I believe that's what the uh, the executive order actually says. Uh, we can go out now for food, mm-hmm. uh, which hasn't changed. But I mean, the restaurants are closed. E- even the ones allowed to do takeout, uh, Ian, they're clo- they're shutting down. Really? Yeah. Uh, we can sign. we can go buy groceries, uh, mm-hmm. but that even that's on uh, adjusted hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, uh, Walmart right down the street from the station now closes at eight thirty in the evening because right. you know the half hours confuse the virus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Kroger here. We we are in no way taking this seriously, by the way. <laughs> the Kroger here is closing early. Uh, okay, I've once again run my mouth too much. Ian, we're going to take yeah. a quick break for SRN News so the government can tell us that we're all going to die and we have to vote for Joe Biden. Well, we are all going to die. I guarantee it, Ian. Guarantee it. But if we vote for Joe Biden, I'm sure this will all be fine. Sure. There you go. We'll be back right after this with Ian Freeman from Free Talk Live. It's 92.7 FM, 820 AM. Don't you dare touch that dial. I think Governor Northam shut him down. It is 33 minutes past the hour. It's 4.33. A little weird Al Yankovic there, white and nerdy, which, by the way, uh, when, this, when, that's right, when this hysteria is lifted finally, uh, as we've announced on the program here, we, we had a live event with some local bands planned. Uh, which has been put off by Governor Ralph Mammy Northam. Uh, no word, by the way, if he was in blackface for that announcement. Uh, we will check into that. But uh, when the hysteria is over, we will be we we, mm-hmm. we will be holding said event at a downtown Richmond location, and we already have the contract signed. Uh, C.J. McRae and Austin Fike will have a uh, white boy wrap off. With white and dirty because they are the only two people in the world that know all the words to that. I'm going to buy some baggy clothes and wear my hat. Please do. I will pay good money to see you dressed <laughs> like uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Joining us on the uh, line is the host of Free Talk Live, Ian Freeman. Ian, you still with us? Hey, right here. Has not been abducted by the coronavirus. Uh, we we uh, picture the coronavirus as a short, uh, gelatinous thing with a Lone Ranger mask carrying a knife. That appears to be the way it's been described here in Virginia, Ian. I'm much more concerned with being abducted by government agents than uh, <laughs> coronavirus. With, with the coronavirus. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> That's right. Now, Ian, uh, you guys, I, we have a new guy here, Austin. Austin Fike. Uh, Austin. Austin, this is Ian Freeman. Ian, this is Austin. Howdy. Uh, shake hand. That's right. Thank you. Shake that proverbial hand. Uh, wait, don't shake hands. Governor Northam's social police will come by. We I'm going to be offering it. free hugs tomorrow at the event. <laughs> I know. See, I want to come to New Hampshire now just for the free hug. <laughs> I haven't been there in so long. You know, I drove up once just to eat at the Barley House. Uh-uh. No. Uh, yeah, I did. I drove all the way from Virginia Beach, Virginia, uh, to uh, what I used to think was Concord, New Hampshire. Turns out it's Concord. Yes. <laughs> had the nerve, Ian, as I told you on your last appearance here, had the nerve to tell me that I had an accident. Mm. The nerve. So uh, you, I listen to you guys uh, pretty religiously uh, every night of the week. Gosh, thanks. You're, you're on here seven nights a week. Uh, so I listen to you guys and I've uh, been keeping track of everything going on. Ian, how, uh, I mean, not that anybody in the government cares, but how do you get away with what's going on now? We did a story yesterday about the pastor with the arrest warrant because he dared to hold a church service in yeah. Florida. I mean, it, it don't, aren't we kind of protected from these things? Protected from arrest warrants? I'm not sure you're, what your question is. 
we've got this little constitution thing, Ian. Oh, yeah, there, that does still exist, doesn't it? Huh. <laughs> you mean that thing with the whole right to assemble? You know, the idea that you should be able to get together with other human beings as just like a human right? You mean, right. You mean that? The First I, Amendment? I vaguely remember that being a part of day-to-day life. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's in there. Well, apparently, they believe they can just go ahead and, and the evidence is they can, uh, just completely uh, supersede and uh, eliminate the Constitution and do whatever they want to do. Do, do you see... Uh I, I kind of do, but on, on the flip side, I'm kind of thinking, hell, the clerk's offices are closed. But are there going to be lawsuits? Are there going to be challenges, Ian? Um, let's see. There was a suit in New Hampshire that lost at the district court level, and that attorney did not want to appeal that particular case. And I just saw in my show prep here tonight, there was another one that somebody filed, I believe, against Cuomo uh, in New York State as well, so I'm not sure where that one sits. Uh, but you know, you know, the government's courts are run by the government, so they're likely to probably rule in the government's favor. But you never know. I mean, God has blessed the folks who are trying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cuomo, by the way, I should. Did you want to go ahead and address him as Mr. President, or are we going to wait on the draft effort to fully kick in? Well, it's, that's really scary because this guy currently has a, almost a 90% approval rating yeah. in New York, yeah. which really just goes to show, and even among Republicans, I believe it's over 70% um, approval rating, yeah. which really just goes to show how how just docile people are in the United States and how just sad and obedient uh that that we are as a population it's this is just really really just it's a little depressing i gotta admit it is uh you know i i comment every day and and every day i think that it gets a little further away but i comment every day that people just aren't going to take a lot more of this crap but then every day i see more of this crap being poured onto us well yeah you do have to wonder at what point will business owners who've been just told to not open their doors or else decide finally well let's see i can either not you know continue doing what they say and just go completely bankrupt or i can just go ahead and open up my doors and say you know what screw it um i'm gonna go out of business anyway i might as well go ahead and open up because what else could they do well yeah have we seen this happening anywhere in the country or there was one story out of Cincinnati that we covered on Free Talk Live where a restaurant continued to allow people in. The police raided, made five arrests. Uh, they then brought a construction worker to uh, board up the doors and windows. Um, that was fairly early on. That was, I think, over a week ago at this point. We've certainly seen stories about people like on Miami Beach a couple weeks ago were partying, yeah. but then they sent the cops out there to to break that up. So, I mean, we're definitely seeing some amount of people trying to just keep living a normal life, but the police are cracking down. There have been a few people who've thrown some parties in New Jersey and Baltimore have been arrested for that. You mentioned the pastor in Florida uh, who was arrested for having his flock you know, come together. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a pretty scary time to be somebody who cares about freedom. I saw uh, yesterday the D.C. mayor, who, uh, as you know, they always elect the wisest and classiest folks to be the D.C. mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the new plan in D.C. is uh, he would like to arrest you if you leave your home. Uh, yeah. And I, th- I thought, you know, if I lived in D.C., I'd probably be okay with that. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't think I'd want to spend much time in the D.C. jails. This is uh, true. Or in D.C. in general. But, but, for, uh, but for the most part, that, that sort of tough talk works with people, right? Yes. Like, people don't yes. want to go to jail. Yes. Um, you know, it's a lot more comfortable in your home. I mean, we are basically now in an open-air jail. I mean, you're allowed to go out, uh, get a little bit of exercise in the jail yard. That's right. And then you got to go back in. That's right. Or else. Uh, and don't you dare stay out too long. We've, uh, we did a story here a few days ago about a Portland, Oregon strip club that devised a way to stay open. Uh, of course, you're allowed to do food deliveries now, mm-hmm. uh, but they are having the dancers do the deliveries. So for a $30 extra fee, you get a dancer in your house. I hope they're sending along the, uh, the bouncer with the dancers. They as well. are indeed. Okay, they good. are. And the, <laughs> and the dancers are complaining because it's cutting into their money. I bet it is. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But, uh, you know, they've also now, I believe, uh, put a stop to that. Uh, They put a stop to uh, uh, an adult bookstore in Illinois that was doing curbside pickup Mm -hmm. uh, after saying that stores could do curbside pickup. Hmm. But now, uh, up where you live, which I'm very familiar with, again, I love New Hampshire, um, here's a picture I had on Sunday. I go out on Sunday. I take I take my little doggy out every Sunday, and uh, we went to Petco, which is indeed a uh, an essential business in my mind, especially if you have pets, of course. Sure. Uh, but next door to Petco, Ian, is a Michaels Arts and Crafts store. Yep. Well, Michaels is open. Uh, apparently. Good. <laughs> apparently, Arts and Crafts falls somewhere under the uh, essential businesses, while Mom and Pop's restaurant is, you know, might as well be burnt to the ground. Uh, but what's happening at Michael's is there's a line of people out front, about thirty deep, uh, and all I can think is, wouldn't it be safer if they were in the damn store? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ridiculous it, it is so uh i comment everywhere i go this is just the dumbest thing i have seen did in you, my did in you my see life. the story about i forget which county it was but there's a county in indiana the county commission passed a a rule saying that those businesses that are allowed to be open are no longer allowed to sell so-called non-essential items so they've I been didn't that yeah they've been given a list of things that they have to put signs up in the aisles or wherever to inform their customers that oh no no you can't buy arts and crafts you can't buy video games you can't buy board games you can't buy anything besides you know food and uh water or you know whatever limited list of things and just like why don't just go ahead and nationalize the industries at this point because i mean not that i'm advocating for that but that's basically what they've accomplished here is these bureaucrats and politicians are now trying to take total control over not only who can be open, but of those who can be open, what they can sell. Do Do you think any nationalization is coming? Boy, I hope not. But I mean, what's the difference? I mean, yeah, if, exactly. If you, you know, they're not running the business directly, but they're on the outside telling them what to do. I mean, it's some sort of a bizarre fascist socialist mix that is not going to be a good thing. It's uh, uh it. What frightens me the most, Ian, is that the majority of people, like you said earlier, just seem to be okay with it. Like, it's no yeah. big deal. Yeah, um, We we have a uh, staff member here who drives me nuts because whatever's going on, his the, the only thing out of his mouth is, well, I just don't see how it affects me. And, uh-huh. I mean, these, <laughs> these are the people who are now chained in their homes. I mean, <laughs> it drives me nuts. It, it really is. 
Now, we've, we've still got some governors, some mayors uh, calling for the military on the streets. Oh, uh, do, you, where, do you see that happening, or is, uh, is, is that something that you think would be the tipping point? Or, well, or? I mean, it's not happening yet where I am, but I did hear that the National Guard, which, you yeah. know, dudes in camo versus other dudes in camo, I'm not sure if you can really say that's not the military. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're supposedly going door-to-door in Rhode Island looking yeah. for New Yorkers. Yes. So, I mean, that's kind of already happening. Yeah, when I read that, that they're uh, they're actually at the state line and in the towns looking for New Yorkers. Now, granted, I, I advocated for this years ago, but it had nothing to do with the coronavirus. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, I've been to Rhode Island. Uh, do you, are you really in a social position to not want other people in, <laughs> in Rhode Island? <laughs> But yeah, there and again, uh, the legality, which I understand right now is not a word we're using, but mm-hmm. the constitutionality, the legality. I mean, pastors are being arrested. The mayor of New York City says this morning, if churches and synagogues go against these orders, they will be closed permanently. Yeah, that's insane. I, I mean, it, at what point do we get to where somebody, even in the government, Ian, there's got to be somebody that knows that this simply isn't right, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I mean, thank goodness uh, they haven't crossed out the whole free speech thing yet, although maybe we're going to be getting to that as well. Um, I did see that on Twitter they banned the uh, president of Brazil's posts. He made a couple recently that were critical of kind of the official government line. And Twitter updated their rules to say, well, if you don't toe the line that the so-called public health officials are advocating, you're going to be censored on this platform. Now, obviously, true censorship is when the government censors a thing, but it is an indicator of this sort of, you better be in line, you better say what you're you're, supposed to say uh, mentality. We already lost a radio station over questioning things and, you know, coming at it from a perspective of, well, maybe you shouldn't believe everything the government right. says. I mean, normally people understand that politicians are liars. What is it that makes them think that all of a sudden they're telling the truth? <laughs> well, the virus, Ian. Come on, play along. <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't believe these people. And now, look, I'm not saying there aren't sick people out there, yeah. but I do know that that government goons, government politicians will do whatever they can to you know, accumulate as much power to themselves as they possibly can. And in this particular case, they've done a record job. I mean, I would say even worse than after 9-11, and it was bad after 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think this has been much more of a faster clip and much more freedoms being destroyed. It's very, very awful because they didn't destroy business uh, immediately after 9-11. And they're no. doing that here. And the economy is going to suffer dramatically from this and I, individuals. And, and I question uh, how long or if uh, it will take to recover. I mean, I, I, there are some things going on that I just don't see a small business recovery from. Oh, just, well, don't worry. They're going to print a bunch of money <laughs> and hand it out to everybody. That'll solve everything. That's right. It works great work. in Venezuela. It worked wonderful. I, uh, I've i only got 13 more payments left on that last loaf of bread. Well, uh, the good and, news is if you do have uh, like an outstanding home loan or something and they go to hyperinflation, you'll be able to pay it off right quick. So. <laughs> 
that will be the benefit of that. Uh, on the other side, it'll destroy the economy even worse. And, you know, all you have to do is look to Zimbabwe a couple decades ago and uh, Venezuela today. And of course, you know, Weimar Germany. And you know, the, all governments uh, inflate their currencies. It's just this is going to get real bad real fast. Uh, $2.2 trillion is just the start. Uh, I agree. It's, uh, it's just ridiculous, completely out of hand. We are, uh, I'm watching my computer here, uh, Ian, my, com- my automation system has taken control of the show. That's <laughs> it's, what it's supposed to do, I guess. It's beginning, Ian. <laughs> We're talking with Ian Freeman, host of Free Talk Live, uh, which airs here. Ian, how many stations are on now? Uh, 205 or so. And you do, you do pretty much the uh, 99.9% of this on your own, correct? Yeah, well, I've got some co-hosts. I don't. Uh, I wouldn't want to sit there and listen to myself talk for no, uh, three I hours. Mean, so I mean, your syndication work. You you do most of the legwork yourself, don't you? Yeah, I call the radio stations yeah. and talk to the yeah. program directors and do all that kind of stuff. I have uh, I have done it, and let me tell you, it ain't easy. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not laying brick. I mean, come on, it's not like it's really hard work to do radio. No, but right? to get to get over a hundred in self syndication, sure. my God, uh, I the last time I was nationally syndicated, I hit. I think it was eight, and then the network started calling. And if uh, when I got to eight, I thought, "My God, if I have to do nine, I'm just I'm going back to bagging groceries or something." <laughs> it was. You might get paid more. <laughs> well, you know, you're probably right. <laughs> I should also call this show Free Talk, as they. Uh... <laughs> so uh, Ian Freeman can be found online. It's uh, freetalklive.com. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, archives available there. Uh, you can yep. download the podcast if you you want to do that stuff. And and better yet, call in and yeah. you know, get on the yeah. air with us. Uh, you can find them on the air right here uh, seven nights a week at midnight. You can that is a replay, by the way. Do not call. Yep. Ian will not answer. Um, or or he might. And if he's like me, he's probably in the studio. <laughs> Uh, also, Saturday nights, uh, 7 to 10, that is a live weekend edition of Free yes. Talk Live. Uh, you can call in there. And starting tomorrow, 8 o'clock weeknights, Monday through Friday. I hope we'll be here and not in custody. Yeah, well, if, uh, if there's a replay tomorrow night, Ian, I'll know what happened. <laughs> Actually, it shouldn't be a replay because uh, Aria is our host on uh, Wednesday. She's our main host on Wednesdays, so oh, she she's okay. uh, pr- she's probably not going to be able to make it out to the state house with us. So odds are she'll be there to do the show. I am really upset that the Barley House is going to be closed. You yeah. just don't know how upset I am about that. It's a cool environment, you know. Well, you know it, uh, but I, I tell everybody I tell about it. It's, it's so cool because on one side, you know, there's a construction worker sitting, and then you look to your left, and like the lieutenant governor is sitting there. It's just, mm. <laughs> we don't have great. one of those in New Hampshire. Well, whatever the hell you call those people up there. <laughs> Scumbag. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Ian Freeman, Free Talk Live. We enjoyed you as always, and yeah, you are welcome me. on the program anytime you're not in jail. Thanks. I appreciate it, man. Okay, thanks, Ian. Have a great one. See you. Ian Freeman, Free Talk Live, right here, uh, seven nights a week on 92.7 FM, 820 AM.